BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast. Happy Friday. Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. We are capping off Toast Friends and Family Week with such a delightful, gorgeous, stunning guest that everyone loves. And I can't lie. I have to be honest. Like, I hate when you come here. Thank you so much. Because you stunt on these hoes. Like, look at your shoes. Look at your whole outfit. Thank and you. I took so long to get ready today to the point where it's almost embarrassing when you see I'm just wearing like a sweater and pants. No, you, you know? look nice. I got new you pants. You look rich. Wow. <laughs> I always say that to Taylor Strecker, and that's her favorite compliment. That is her aesthetic. She like dresses like a rich woman, but like yeah. she only shops at Zara. I'm like, you are such an Upper East Side rich woman. Thank you. I got new culottes all for Paige. Culottes out for Paige. <laughs> you look stunning. Tell us about your outfit. Thank you. Okay, there's this website called Source Unknown. It's not. It's like if Zara had not expensive prices, but like a little bit, a more little bit upscale. more scale. Zara's getting a little out of control with their prices. Um, did you see like the jackets for like $300? I was like, why don't you calm, calm down? down it used to be like, all right, crazy pricing there. Like you would get something expensive. It was like $50. Right. And now it's like everything baseline 79. And sometimes, sometimes I'll be like, okay, it's a nice jacket. Of course. It's 150. Maybe I'll get, but it's well made. But when I see like 399, I'm like, I'll have a word with the manager. That's how things. you know these dark economic times are really <laughs> taking a hit onto everything. Yeah. Like Zara too. You yeah. see Zara or Zara. I say Zara. I don't know what I say, but whenever I say it, I say it differently and I always get yelled at. Like, I say, I think I say Zara. I know a lot of my girlfriends from Long Island, they say Zara. Uh-huh. And so I like hearing it. It makes me feel like I really do live in New York. What? Where are you from originally? I'm from Albany. Like, but you have like New a York. Long Islandish accent. Everybody says that. Everyone actually always thinks I'm from Jersey. Yeah, you have like a very tri-state area, like yeah. similar to me. I'm a tri-state. But you're from <laughs> Albany. Yeah. The nation's cap no the state yeah. capital <laughs> yeah. beautiful part of town Thank you. no really is i've spent some time there have you what well, have you on done? tour i spent like one night there oh, okay and where'd you go my tickets didn't sell well so i never went back but i went to i played the egg oh okay you know the egg i went to a prom at the egg Iconic. <laughs> my prom is at the latin quarter in new york Lovely. and i stayed at the renaissance hotel okay and i want to shout out the renaissance in albany <laughs> it was a gorgeous facility wow i've never stayed and they had netflix and oh okay. this was like on the first story it was like four or five years ago so it was kind of like crazy that they had netflix don't you love when a tv at a hotel has is a smart tv yes but let's talk about chromecast because i don't okay. fuck with chromecast so a lot of these tvs some of them have built in netflix like on the yeah. Remote, it says right. Netflix, and, and I, I feel lo- yeah, I love so that. privileged, like yeah. the 1%. And then sometimes they're like, you could stream, and I'm like, yeah. oh, great. And it's like, you have to download Chromecast on your phone, and then you have to download Netflix on your phone, yep. and Chromecast and Netflix. And then you can't use your phone while you're watching TV. 
I went out to LA and I was like, I am going to treat myself. Yeah. I am going to pretend I'm Morgan Stewart and stay at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Oh my God. Okay, rich. You Amazon to, Live paying well. You have to Chromecast at you the Beverly Hills Hotel. I don't believe you. I was like, um, pardon? That's disgusting. Isn't it disgusting? You know what's something I've started to do? It's like kind of crazy, mm -hmm. but like you travel a lot. You do Giggly Squad yep. tour. Um, when I'm on tour, I had a Roku fire, like a stick yep. that I brought with me that had all my login already. Wow. And I would like get behind the TV and plug yep. it in. Sometimes the TV was like stuck to the wall and I couldn't yep. get my arm back there. But a lot of the times it worked. You're living in 2050 and yeah. we're all just mere mortals. It was kind of like, <laughs> like really smart. Yeah, that is actually very smart. How's the Giggly Squad tour going? I, I have not been to a show and I want to come. So we're going next week. We start in Nashville and we're so doing Fun. like all of Texas so fun so I'm very excited for like a western vibe what are you gonna wear I have a couple sets picked out that are very like if I were to go to Coachella or like stagecoach stagecoach that's what yeah. I'm thinking you of. should yeah. go to stagecoach I'm going this year it's really so fun. where is it it's the same exact grounds as Coachella I've never been to Coachella that's like makes you so cool everything <laughs> you do is like effortlessly cool yeah me and Remy was on the t uh, podcast I thought yesterday. it made me like an introvert no like no I like fell into societal pressures two yeah. years in a row and like I'm like a loser and I just like am desperate for fame and like acceptance and I think in <laughs> order in order to do that like That's you have to here. go to Coachella it's literally why we're here <laughs> I just feel like Coachella is a part of that yes. toxic cycle and I will say like I had such preconceived notions it was um Something I like hated, mostly because I'd never been invited. Yeah. And the first year I went, me and Jackie were like haters and we had such a good time. It was so like, we got the hype. Yeah. And then the year after that, we like went fully prepared and it was more fun. But Stagecoach is so much more fun. Not okay. enough people talk about Stagecoach, but I think that's okay. fine. It's not like thirsty. Well, I have the outfit, so maybe I will go. And I do like country music. A lot yeah. of people like hate on country music. I like it. I actually like do have an extra ticket if you wanted to come. Do like you Shannon, really? I do. Like Shannon's coming with us, my sister Margo. Wait, what are the dates? Literally in two weeks, like April 26th to May 1st, like that weekend. I can't because we have Summer House Reunion. <gasps> Okay, well, let's talk about Summer House. Okay. It's kind of like a crazy season in the sense that, like, nothing crazy is happening. <laughs> right. But people are having, like, a lot of discourse, like, serious yes. combos. People are very mad. There seems to be, and I just watched the episode last night where we're celebrating Kyle's 40th. And, like, yes. I'm, I'm all about, you know, age is just a number. But, like, yeah. it is really crazy that there's actually a 40-year-old man on this show. And how old are the new girls, like Gabby and Sam? Like, 22? Okay, so Sam is 25. And okay. Gabby is, I want to say Gabby's 32. Okay, I thought Gabby was younger, but like Sam is 25 and like dancing on t the kitchen yeah. table at four in the morning and like so is Kyle and it's like, right. it, there seems to be a disconnect that a lot of people are like can't get past. Okay, so you know when Vanderpump, we were like, oh, yes. they're silver Vanderpump, they don't even work there anymore, they've yes. grown out of it. I feel like we have hit that point where there's nowhere else for us to go. Yeah. That we're like, okay. yikes. Like we're like, because to be honest, like when you go out to the Hamptons, I don't want to drink the way I did when I was 25. Of course. I also physically cannot. Of course. Like, I will be vomiting Dead all the time. Dead in a time. ditch. And everyone's always like, Paige is always in the bed. Yes, and I'll never apologize for uh, being horizontal. Here's the thing. You don't know who you're talking to. Like, <laughs> you quite literally never have to explain yourself. I would... I would spend more time in the bed than you. Like, it's exhausting social battery-wise. I get depleted. Like, I hit my socializing limit, and I'm like, gotta go. Gotta go. See ya. That's so fair. And also, like, I am drinking on the weekend, so, like, I'm hungover. And I'm sorry that they don't show on TV, like, me vomiting. Yeah. But, like, it happens. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I 
totally, I don't, I don't find fault in anything that you guys are doing and you have always spent time in the bed. And so if you're it. nothing, if not consistent, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but we're at this like impasse yeah. definitely where I feel like a lot of, I love the new girls. Like I love Gabby, yes. even though like I'm so anti horoscope to my core. Are you? Uh, well, what's your sign? Oh God, <laughs> shut up. My sign is cancer. Don't ask me about my moon rise. Okay, like, I don't you want to know what? That is like one of the only signs that my sign like fucks with. What's your sign? I'm a Scorpio. Is that November? Yeah. You've seen birthday as Jackie, right? I'm November 4th. Oh, she's a sixth. Okay. Same thing. It's like a queenie kind of week. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sally Fields is also November 6th. Oh, yeah. Who's your birthday buddy? Um, Matthew McConaughey. Nice. Bethany Frankel. And I think that's it. Um, Remember when like birthday buddies were such like a thing? Like my birthday buddy is Jessica Simpson. And okay. When we were like growing up, for you, like was birthday buddy a thing? Like whatever celebrity. Um, I've literally never heard the term <gasps> birthday buddy. <laughs> Maybe it's like a niche family thing that me and Jackie are like always I talking about. I feel like that is very niche. Oh my God. My sister Olivia's was Michelle Kwan. Like we were obsessed with birthday Bring buddies. Back Michelle Kwan. I agree. And we were in the mall in Florida, like mm-hmm. when we were all really young and we saw Michelle Kwan and like, it was a big deal because she was Michelle Kwan and at the time it was yes. like, but, iconic. But for our family, it was like another layer because it was Olivia birthday buddy <laughs> and I was we were not okay but you don't do birthday buddies I mean I've done like oh what famous person has your same birthday but I've never heard it referred to as birthday buddies but from this day moving forward will. I will say who's your birthday buddy but it wasn't like a form of social currency like where, where you grew up <laughs> maybe it's like not an Albany thing no guys let me know in the comments like yeah I am like, I wrong here like I knew but it wasn't talked about as much as right I feel like it was talked about and it wasn't here. like a level like it didn't add to your popularity or anything no. Damn. Well, that's why I feel like a deep connection to Jessica Simpson. Yeah. To explain. Do you feel a deep connection? I do. I do. I've always loved her, especially because she's my birthday buddy. Yeah. Um, and I felt like so connected to her in a weird way because of that, but also because I loved her music and I was just like, I grew up like during that time. I wish she would have like a resurgence. Did you read her book? No, I didn't. (gasps) Do you read? Like, I'm not a reader. I listen to you and Jackie and I'm not a reader. That's fair. I was so anti, so I can totally understand like, when Jackie used to read, I used to like mock her endlessly. And that's yep. kind of the theme at the toast is like Jackie does things to better herself. And like I make fun of her. And then three years later, I do them. And I'm like, <laughs> you were so right. You know, like watching Downton Abbey. So um, I'm sad because every time I come here, it's because Jackie can't be I here. Know. And I've still like never really I hung know. out with her. And me and Hannah were talking about this on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Like in the Giggly Squad, like you're very much a Jackie and yeah. Hannah's very much a Claudia. And Jackie's totally a Paige and I'm totally a Hannah. <laughs> but literally, Jackie has never podcasted with you. I don't think she's ever met you. <laughs> no, we've never met. But she loves you. We've only ever talked on it's like we're Instagram I know. friends and I obviously keep up with everything she counts. does yeah it counts we were sending back a clip of you guys the other day cracking up Paggy yes oh my god can you tell that story you told this funny story on your podcast for those who don't know she hosts podcast with Hannah from Tuesday's episode called Giggly Squad and you were talking about how Uber drivers always pronounce your name incorrectly but they always call it the same thing yes Paggy. so it started when I was in college and I had this one professor that just could never get my name right and he called me Paggy so like but your name isn't even like <laughs> complex it's a one syllable. It's one <laughs> syllable and it's like a, also a common word. Word as yes. in like a page of paper. I just happen to throw an I in there right in the middle. But a lot you of know? people do. Right. It's Does anybody not, spell it without the I? I've seen it like a few times where girls have spelt, spelt it without the okay. I. But it's common to have an I. Okay. So in college, this professor, I was Paggy. And that's what I went by. And who was I to correct this smart, smart man? But a professor? You know? Like, yeah. he should even know, like, linguistically. I think I did say, like, on the first day, like, oh, it's Paige. Right. And he was like, we don't. No, it's not. We're going to call you Paggy. And I was like, cool. <laughs> I was the catty heron of the <laughs> right, 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 right. So, Will you just do me a favor and move your microphone a little closer to your mouth? Oh, sorry. No, yes. you're good. 
So then when Uber started, mm -hmm. I got into like my first Uber and they were like, Paggy. And I was just like, yeah, that's for me. And so ever since I've just never, it's like being at the nail salon. Like yeah. I'm not going to correct them when I hate the color. Yeah. I'm not going to correct them on I'm my name. I'm never going to correct like, them when I hate the color. I'm just going to go no. home and cry. Like I know I'm not going to become friends with the Uber driver. Right. So I'm not worried that he thinks I'm Paggy. Yeah. That's just so funny that like their brain, a lot, like all of them, like collectively go to Paggy. <laughs> I would never even think of that pronunciation. Right. I think me, the E, maybe the E at the end is really throwing them but I don't like, know even your professor he would know phonetically if he's like an <laughs> educated person right. that Y would be Paggy right for me everyone can pronounce Claudia right and a lot of people just assume I'm Latin okay so they'll start talking to me in Spanish Stop. and I actually do speak Spanish oh okay but I'll say I'm like not really I'm not <laughs> Latin I'm actually Eastern European Jew <laughs> yeah. um but it's 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 odd for sure yeah it's just like you don't know what to say. Yeah. So I'm just, I just go with it. Are you like a big converser in Uber? No. I act weirdly am. If they start talking, if I get like a really nice guy who like is starting to talk to me about like, oh, like what's the weather? Oh, mm -hmm. what's like, where are you going? I'm taking you to the airport. Yeah. Then I will talk back, but I've never started it. Oh, I have. You want to What's know your first question? How long have you been driving <laughs> Uber? <laughs> Or like, have you been really busy today? Because I always find it like interesting yeah. based on the weather. Um, but I have that. I've asked that because New York, some randomly, you're like, where is all this traffic coming right. from? What's going on? And they do know a lot of insights. Well, that's the other thing. I find that like Uber drivers and taxi drivers are the eyes and ears of this city. Yes. And I find like I, I always want to take the temperature, like especially when it comes to the mayors. And I've been living in the city like since I was in middle school. Right. So I've been through Mayor Bloomberg, Mayor De Blasio, <laughs> now Mayor Adams, and they always hate the you mayors. You work in government. Literally, <laughs> you are a, a, a diplomat, a woman of the people <laughs> and I always want to know I'm like do you hate the mayor and yeah. they loved Bloomberg okay hated de Blasio yep, like with yep. a fiery passion and they're pretty much hating Eric Adams too okay um and I just like to I want to know what the people are saying yeah like, you're get taking my the finger, temperature get my finger on the pulse when Uber first started mm -hmm. I did actively ask like what's the deal with the taxi drivers like right. do you guys beef it was like, an interesting <laughs> dynamic yeah they had a lot to say that's so good. I was very in on that gossip Yellow taxi drivers want nothing to do with you. Nothing. and I, But I appreciate it. I live for it. They, ha I mean, they put a wall up. Quite literally. <laughs> and you know it's bad when you get in and then they close the partition. Like, it was open. Maybe they wanted to talk to the person before, but not fucking you, bitch. But I do appreciate in some um, taxis when they have that really long metal thing to do the air. Yes. <laughs> That's very niche. And, okay, so in the summer, you guys, if you've never been in a New York City yellow taxi, the front seat with this, like, the driver's seat and the passenger seat, right behind it, there's a plastic partition. Mm -hmm. So it's like nobody can come up and, like, fuck yeah. with the driver. Um, there's, like, a little hole you put the money through. There's a TV. Um, but it makes it really difficult in the summer because it's so fucking hot. And the air conditioning, usually in the older ones, comes from the front. Right. So a lot of really generous and thoughtful drivers yes. will take this, like, it's like duct, you know, it's like yeah. that, um, it's like a silver, silver tube. tube and they'll funnel the air <laughs> from the front to the window in the back. And I will sit with my head up that thing. <laughs> like, I try and get inside of it. <laughs> I want to live. I'm like thinking about sitting in the front seat in the summer. It yeah. gets so fucking hot. Why? You just like open like a deep recess <laughs> of my mind. Those things are Nobody amazing. Nobody talks about it enough. It's so thoughtful. Yeah, it really is. Okay, so, so I tip them a yeah, lot of course. more because I'm like, thank you. But you know, the new thing in yellow taxis, and I think why a lot of them are disliking the current mayor is the base fare. It's like before you go anywhere, the mm -hmm. base fare now is like $7. Really? And that, that pushes people to tip less which yes. sucks because that base fare doesn't go to the driver it's like right. taxes congestion fee and it's like well that should be going to the driver right but it doesn't 
I went out on a date one time with this guy and he asked me when you're in a taxi and it says like 10, 20, 30%, yeah. what do you click? It's a very good question. And I said, well, I usually click 20. Me and too. he said, stop doing that. Click 30. You d- like their lives are so hard and they take so much money from taxi they drivers. Do. So I don't even remember who the guy was. Right. But from that day on, I started cl- clicking 30. Isn't it funny what sticks with you? <laughs> like random things people have said to you that are like, inco- this guy's inconsequential to your life. Like yes. you never like loved him. Yeah. But weirdly, like things people say stick with you forever. Do you ever think about like people that you went to middle school with and like how you think of them and then like from one instance that they probably don't remember and what's their one instance that they think of you? I often think about like what people who knew me in former lives think about me now, especially given what I do for a living. And I'm sure you. I think about it all the time. Do you reach out to? Sometimes. But I really want to know like who hates me I know that, like from middle school that I don't know hates me I think about that a lot I wouldn't be surprised if like a lot of people hate me. I was so <laughs> deeply insecure as really? a little yeah. girl that I think I projected that as like being mean like I yeah. think I, I don't think I was like a really friendly girl like I had friends and I was like not interested in making more see I was like just really shy and quiet oh I was like loud and annoying so I think I gave bitchy vibes mm. because I was like nervous to be anywhere but my bed that <laughs> And that's me as like an adult now, yeah. you know? How many hours a week would you say you spend in your bed? And be honest, because it's a very safe space. Oh, um, more than half. <laughs> no, like I, I am a couch girl too, but oh. it hits it hits a point in the night where I'm like, I'm moving it to the bed. Yeah. Where Craig is a full couch guy. Oh my God, I hate my couch. Like I've, So he'll make me stay on the couch till like midnight oh. and then we'll go to the bed. We're like at my house, it's like 10.30, we're moving it to the bed. Oh, 10.30. I'm quite literally in bed at four o'clock for the night. Yeah. It's the best. I, yeah, like like I go home to, when I go home after alone. this, I don't have anything to, anywhere to be mm-hmm. after. I'll put my comfies on yeah. and I'll be in and out of the bed. A hundred percent. But like, doesn't everyone do that? Doesn't, but like, no, <laughs> they don't. That's crazy. I can't relate. I, my couch actually... I had my couch for four years. It is in pristine condition. I've mm-hmm. never sat on it. And I had like, um, you know, the carpet cleaning, couch cleaning, yes. the companies. Oh, that was a very satisfying story that you were posting. I know. He was great. And literally my couch was so clean. And you, so you don't ever like watch TV on your couch? Unless it's like a big event, not like the Super Bowl, but if everyone's like watching something, I might watch it on the couch just because it's like, I don't know, I try to make it like an, a big affair. Okay. Okay. But no. Very interesting. Okay, back to Summer House because like I keep getting off tangent. Yeah. Okay, reunion's coming up. Reunion's coming up. You're very much like in a safe space, I feel. You're yeah. not like majorly a part yeah, of like Danielle or yeah, Lindsay. Yeah, I feel like I don't really have much to drama. answer for. Yeah. But I find this Lindsay thing so interesting because like I've been waiting for like the trial of Lindsay Hubbard for mm-hmm. many seasons and I don't feel like this one's it. Like I don't know why Danielle's like so butthurt about her being in a relationship with Carl. It gives like weird vibes to me. And like last season, oh my God, I was like so not team Lindsay. And this time I'm like, well, I don't really see like what everyone's all butthurt about. Yeah, I think Dan. Yeah, I think here's the thing that with Summer House, I don't think they ever properly showed really how close Lindsay and Danielle truly are. Mm-hmm. Like they have been best friends for six years. Yeah. And I remember like the first summer I was on the show and they had gotten into like a fight about something. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel like they never fight like they're best friends. This right. is so crazy. I remember looking at Hannah being like, what do we say? <laughs> and Hannah was like, just shut your mouth. <laughs> and I was like, OK. So and that like never that fight never aired. And then like oh. another summer they got into like a little snafu about something like stupid. Right. things. But it's like friends are fighting. Yeah. 
And and I just always felt like, wow, if me and Amanda had that, they would immediately go in. Show it. So I don't think like the viewers know how close they really were and like certain things that are underlining. Like history. Yeah. So I don't know if Danielle was like mad that she's certainly not mad she was dating Carl. Right. Um, but I think there were like so many deeper things that they just could couldn't explain this season because they hadn't in the past. Do you think you will be invited to Carl and Lindsay's wedding? I have no idea because, well, one, I have no idea if they're planning. I don't know if she's a bride that's like, oh, I'm going to be engaged for a little, or if I'm a bride that's like immediately planning. So I have no idea. You haven't been told either way. Like, interesting. Yeah. I feel like you will be if it's going to be televised. That's what I think too. And I assume it will. If it's during summer house, mm-hmm. I would assume, but also like, or you'll like be in the bed yeah, while or, they're getting married. But don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> no, just like, why don't they bring the bed to the wedding? <laughs> that would be good. Like I would, I would lay in it the whole time. I don't want to bring this up because I imagine mm-hmm. when people bring it up, it's the same way I feel like when people ask me when I'm having kids. Okay. Um, but last night, not last night, I watched it last night. Sunday's episode, there was like a big conversation about yes. you moving to Charleston and you like kind of got anxiety moving away from your family. So fucking relatable when you yeah. started to cry. I'm like, yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, but I, I asked the toasters to ask, for questions for you and people could not get past what you said on Watch Happens Live about Craig. Like I think you said he's 7.5 or like <laughs> every please explain yourself. Okay, first of all, people don't understand when Andy is even talking to you, I immediately freeze. Yeah. So like every question I'm like, ah, oh, and then I just say something. Yeah. Right when 7.5 came out of my mouth, I was like, oh my God, Craig is gonna be so sad. If Craig said 7.5, I would have immediately broken up with him. What was after. the question? It was like how like he also it, there were so many words, words in that salad. question yeah it was like how likely is craig the person you're gonna marry is he the one for you got one it. to ten and i was like i went middle i was like 7.5 i don't yeah. know <laughs> i don't know it's a tough question like word wise and then after i think it was sierra sierra said like oh like you're gonna have to answer to craig and so then i immediately called craig he didn't watch it and i was like watch what i said yeah. And he was like, I know. Basically, he was like, I know you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know you got confused and I know your humor. Yeah. Like, okay, good. So like nothing happened between me and Craig, but I, people got very upset. Well, I think people feel really like so invested in your relationship, yeah. like to another level that I think you've like scared everyone, Paige. Like, Paggy, come on. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm so sorry to do that. Okay, to good. Everyone's nerves. But like, but, that's good. Yeah, but no, we're fine. But the question I didn't want to ask, but it's literally the number one question we got yeah. for you was like status on you moving to Charleston. So here's the thing, too. Like, growing up, obviously, I didn't grow up in New York City, but growing up in New York, mm-hmm. and then I've lived in the city for 10 years now, the South is so different. Beyond. And I don't mean just, like, oh, everyone's married and everyone has kids. Like, sir, like they just think differently. Culturally, yeah. Yeah, and it is a big, not only a big change in that, but it's also the thought of having to get on a plane every time I want to see my mom. I know. Is terrifying. And when I have children, I want my parents of course. to be around and be able to be there. So, like, obviously people haven't seen this on the show, but I've talked to my parents about it. Like, okay, if I move to Charleston, what are you guys going right. to do? And my mom was like, I would have no problem getting a house in okay. Charleston, wherever you are, coming down for a few months. Like, do not worry about us. We oh. will come to you. We will make sure that you don't feel like we're away. That's so sweet. Are you an only child? No, but I act like one. Yeah, you um, do. <laughs> I have an older brother, but he acts like an only child. Got it. Well, but that's so sweet of your mom. Like, Isn't that so cute? That's so nice. So it really put me at ease. Good. But I'm also not, 
ready to move. I love New York and I love, like, I, we can't do what we do really no. not in New York sometimes. So well, I'll you could technically still be on Summer House, correct? You could just spend your summers in New York. Yes, I could technically technically still do that but I could also always just like switch over to Southern Charm. Well that was a question we got for you and I was curious too like if you did move there like being a member a cast member on that show is an option correct? For sure. Got it. Is Craig moving to New York which I know is like not really. I don't he said I think he said that in the moment because I freaked him out and started crying right. and he was like I love you more and I was like okay all better now. Great. <laughs> Um, but I don't think he would ever like sell his house in Charleston. Right. If I said to him like, hey, I want to spend half the year in New York, half the year in Charleston, he would totally do that. Yeah. But he travels a ton too. Right. And I can say out of all the things we fight about, our long distance really has never been one of them. Oh, like that's we've never felt like one person makes the effort more. Like we do, like he's flown to New York for lunch before because like he hasn't seen me and then he'll like fly back right so I'm not that I'm not as worried as other people oh that's other good people that's are good. making me worry yeah, of course <laughs> but I'm not I'm not that worried about it okay that's good yeah. literally when we got questions I'm looking at them now how could we help you let's help Craig <laughs> Mo let's move us to New York like people are gonna literally pack up your apartment for you <laughs> that's how invested people feel it's crazy wow I love that I have free movers thank you literally and the other question um that I thought was interesting is because like you're very much like a style like icon for a lot of people Thank and you. wedding style is so yes. specific people want to know what your wedding style is oh are you God. classic are you traditional what are you I actually it's the one thing that I have no idea yeah, I actually fair. brought up getting married in Italy to Craig's family mm -hmm. and his mom was like no <gasps> why don't you get married in Delaware and I was like where am I getting married in Delaware so her and I had a little we went back and forth uh -huh. and I said I promise that I'll, I will make your experience so lovely fabulous and she said fine okay but I have no idea Craig really doesn't want to get married in Charleston yeah and I don't really want to get married in New York City I mean they do say that Delaware is the Italy of the Northeast <laughs> so it's kind of similar I don't know if anyone's ever said that I feel like they've said that could you see me with like a Pinterest barn no, wedding? No, right. like no. And that's the vibe I'd have to do in Delaware. Like I feel like, you know, Gen Z now says weddings are chugy. I know. Um, and That's because they're not, Han always says, that's because they're not old enough to get jealous. But I think the the wedding style they're talking about is that, you know, barn, twinkly light. Yeah. More, you know, millennially aesthetic. Yeah. I've never been that aesthetic. I've always thought like I would get married in Italy and have this like very... 1960s like famous vibe that's so chic yeah. like I love that I feel like you. Jackie would also love love that. <laughs> love like that's so you you guys can come for sure I was literally just thinking like I feel like maybe I can be my dad no you would absolutely be yeah I would invite you for sure Craig is obsessed with you guys. no we're obsessed with Craig like and Jackie specifically I think Jackie feels so almost like almost like an, an early like an investor yeah. in Craig because like in the beginning seasons of Southern Charm people just used to rag on Craig and yeah. Jackie was like they're wrong about him they're yeah. wrong about him and she was like really passionate that he was one of the only ones who was like good to Catherine when they were yes. so I love terrible to her yeah. with the Thomas stuff and Jackie just feels very connected um, to him yeah because she's always been right about him yeah and now it's like everything's coming up Craig he yeah. know, passed the bar and he's got a big business and he's got his gorgeous girlfriend and it's like Jackie saw in him what we all <laughs> see in him now but she saw it years wow. ago wow sometimes yeah. he will say something stupid and i'll be like it's so funny that you're like a legitimate lawyer i like, know <laughs> it's craig your lawyer like if you ever got arrested for something like would you call him can i tell you a funny story please i got this random email one time 
Craig and I were at this like golf charity event. I get this email that I'm being sued. First, so flattered. I, I was like, oh my God. By the way, we just got sued. <laughs> I love that for you guys. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, I think I'm being sued. By so who? This guy saying that like I posted a picture that I didn't have the rights to the picture. That's quite literally what happened to us. No way. Yeah, it was, it was our whole Instagram got shut down. Stop. For like a month. Oh my God. Okay. It's real. You have to be so careful. So I was like, what is going on? So Craig read the email and he was like, this is fake. Don't respond mm. to it. Like don't respond to this email. But I couldn't get it out of my head. So I texted my agents and like sent it all over. And they were like, okay, this is in fact, you are getting sued. Like let us deal with it. And I looked at him and I go, I would be in jail. <laughs> I would literally oh be in jail. Yeah. If you were my lawyer. If I listened to you. Like keep practicing your golf swing because I don't need you anymore. What ended up happening? I had to pay. So do we. Because I was like, I tried to do it as long as I could so that like the statue of limitations yeah. was up. Literally same. But then they, they wanted to take me to court and I was like, right. what would I wear? They had de <laughs> it deactivated our Instagram account. So it, we kept trying to drag it out, but that was as, that was, that was um, worse for you. Right, the longer we didn't have an Instagram account yeah. and it was like 11 photos. So mine was only one. What was it of? Sophie Turner pregnant. I had posted it in 2020 when it like her first paparazzi picture of her pregnant. Yep. I'm fairly certain that was perhaps one of our 11 as well. It was probably the same person. Like agency that owns the photo. Yes. And I was like, what a like random. Yeah. So there are like these companies that like scour Instagram for photos that are owned by like different agencies, like paparazzi agencies, mm -hmm. and then sues the, and they file claims with Instagram and then they sue the person and they just like make money for, for these paparazzi agencies and they take a fee off the top to get these photos taken down and to get their clients paid. My agents actually really humbled me during it because they were like, we can't believe this is happening to you. And I was like, I know it's so crazy. And they were like, no, no, like this only happens to legitimately famous people. And I yes. said, thank you so much. So it was kind of like, an, <laughs> the, you, you having to pay them was like an investment in your yeah, career. Yeah, I felt like that lawyer was like manifesting. Like yes, Craig funny. needs that energy. <laughs> you know, he could be a little bit more supportive. Yes. Oh my God, that's so crazy that that happened to you too. That was like I a know. crazy thing that happened to us. But didn't you feel like so adult no. that you were getting sued no I felt so panicked yeah because it was so many photos and if they we they didn't want to go to court and neither did we we were going to settle right. but technically like the highest extent that they could have charged us per photo like would have bankrupted us stop it, it. was it was crazy I wanted I wish you went to court and did like full Gwyneth Paltrow energy. like kind of like legally blonde yeah we like would have had Craig represent us <laughs> That could have that could be its own TV show. I know, and we would have gotten like so much press. It almost like might have been worth it. Yeah, I like not only is Craig <laughs> our lawyer, we're like walking in there, pages in the background, like crying, like dotting. Like, I'm she's like, so worried. I'm like looking over at the guy drawing your pictures. I'm like, that's not right. Double chin, erase, <laughs> erase. She has a very structured like, that's jaw. So rude of you. She has a structured jaw, sir. <laughs> they always do you dirty in those court yeah. drawings. That's why I can never get. I would love to arrested. see Gwyneth's. She, I, I don't think they do court drawings when your thing is televised. Oh. Like the drawings are for people who are like reading about the trial Got but can't it. watch it. I Got think. it. Okay. I think that would make more sense. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's dive into some pop culture news. Are you are yeah. you ready? Anything yeah, this going is my on? Part. Oh, it is. Okay. So here are the fast five stories that you uh, need to know. Today's episode is brought to you by Single Drunk Female on Hulu and Freeform. Samantha Fink started from rock bottom. Now she's here somewhere in the middle. From the executive producer of Girls comes the all new season of Single Drunk Female on Freeform and Hulu. She's 549 days sober and counting. Things are looking up for Sam. It's the first birthday that she's actually looked forward to in forever. And even if she's spending her party hiding, hiding from everyone in a closet, she's on her way up. 
Everything's coming up, Sam. She's living with her overbearing mom still. She's trying to hold on to her not-so-dream job where she writes the most important listicles on the internet. And she's knocking on her ex's door at 2 in the morning, which is quite literally never a good decision, in case anybody didn't know that. The show is fabulous. Everyone is raving about it. The Guardian is calling single drunk female a next level flea bag. Refinery29 is raving, calling it refreshingly in your face. And BuzzFeed calls star Sophia Black D'Elia a total on-screen darling. They dare you not to fall in love with her. Everyone knows your 20s can be wild and complicated. And being sober, yeah, even more so. Sometimes quitters win. This show is equal parts hilarious and surprisingly emotional. Don't miss the all-new season. You guys know last year we were so excited about the first season. Jackie and I loved it. And now, Single Drunk Female on Freeform. All the episodes are now streaming on Hulu. You don't want to miss it. The show is called Single Drunk Female. We're in the second season, and all the episodes are now streaming on Hulu. Thank you, Hulu, for not making us wait for episodes. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. And I feel like I'm just kind of the embodiment of that. I used to have like such bad takes on pop culture a few years ago. So many different parts of my life. I'm so different now. And therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and your understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way that we do until we talk through those things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, you've been thinking about it for a while, you don't know where to start, try BetterHelp. This is a great sign for you. It's so accessible. It's so easy. It's all done through your phone. It's done entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So once you match with a licensed therapist, you could text, you can call, you can video chat, whatever format you're most comfortable with, which I think is awesome and also something I really like about BetterHelp as somebody who's done therapy before. Um, you know, when you match with a therapist, it's not always going to be a match on the first hit. A lot of people shop around, quote. And BetterHelp makes it so easy. It's like not awkward like it is in real life. It's just really simple. If you want to switch it up, it's not a big deal. And you'll get matched with a new one. You fill out a brief questionnaire. Then you'll get matched with a licensed therapist. Um, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com toast today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash toast. BetterHelp dot com slash T-O-A-S-T. Some like hella dramatic news yesterday, but like very much boy who cried wolf energy. Drake Bell has addressed his disappearance and just claims he left his phone in his car. Okay, I immediately thought someone could not find their man. Oh. Like he left his phone in his car, went missing, like didn't come home. Like there's a story there. Right, and like the local police department had put out an alert like we are looking for Jared Bell date of birth 627 did you know his name was Jared no fucking clue yeah so where did Drake come from I don't know whatever there was like all this hoopla and then like hours later it's like he's been found and everyone's like thank god and then he tweeted let me read it verbatim he said you leave your phone in the car and don't answer for the night and then this crying emoji who leaves their phone in the car psychotic energy (laughs) like that's like having no social media drake bell like is psychotic energy it's like crazy allegations against him for like sexting 15 year olds i didn't particularly care when he was missing because i think he's gross yeah um and i don't keep up i wonder what the endangered part was i don't know but he is like crazy fanatic like fans oh really wait for what for just like i think the the drake drake and josh era and then he had like a small music career. He's like a really niche audience of like diet. I didn't women. know he had a small music career. Yeah. I mean, he sang the song for wait. Drake and Josh theme song. I've met him. What? Oh my God. Wait, 
Hannah interviewed him on our first season of Summer House for Burning in Hell, and it was and I came and like met her. There is a scene of the three of us. Drake Bell is on Summer House. Yes, third season. Mine and Hannah's first season. That's the thing about like life and pop culture. <laughs> it all comes back to Bravo. Right. It really does. I just remembered that. I also have a really horrible memory, Me so I like that. Really, I, people say it's from anxiety. We oh, block things out. I heard that it's from childhood trauma. Like. Even though I don't but really, I can't think of any choice. Right. <laughs> no, because like as I'm like, did I? That was your instinct. Yeah, I'm like, like did I block to, it out to block things out? And now you're bringing that into adulthood. I tried asking my mom if I had any, and she goes, "I'll give you some right now." Are you? Oh, like, I did everything I could yeah. for you. She's not wrong. <laughs> um, okay, these are what his crazy fans had said because they were okay. like desperate for answers. I was so worried. I felt physically sick when I read the news this morning. People love and care about you more than you know. A second oh person gosh. added, "We were really scared." <laughs> But it means we care a lot for you. No, like I'm telling you, he has like these crazy ass fans. I love niche fans. Me too. And like toxic fans. Yeah. Like the whole like Selena Haley thing. Some of those fans were nutty. Deeply unwell human beings. Yeah. That was that was almost infuriating. What side were you on? Where were you when <laughs> Selena versus Haley happened? Okay. I had an unpopular opinion. So did we. Everyone being like, Haley is such a mean girl. And like... How do you know that though? Why? Because she's like tall and pretty. You think right. she's so mean. Right. I felt really bad for Haley that everyone was coming at her. I do like Selena. Me too. But I also I also felt like Selena's um, documentary was just like not what I was expecting. Oh, okay. We recapped it too. I'm trying to remember what my thoughts were because it was kind of forgettable. But what what did you think about it? I just felt like it was it's skipped a lot of things yeah. and like we were watching it because we wanted to know about the breakup with her and Justin. Yeah, of course. And they never touched on it, but which I get from a PR stance. They but didn't they kind want... of like teased that they would. Right. Like I, it was just, it was during that time period. Mm -hmm. So like when she was sitting there like disheveled, crying I want to be like, well, well, why well, are you crying? Yeah. Well, tell us about it. Yeah. So I just can't believe we're still talking about this. Me and Jackie felt the exact same. Like we were very much like, where is all this energy coming for Haley? She quite literally did nothing this time right. around. I don't, I don't know what everyone's seeing. I also seeing. didn't feel like that TikTok was, was about, about Selena. Selena. No, and we really felt like we love Selena, but yeah. like she kind of fanned the flames a little bit, like encouraging her fans to be like, she was commenting on people's stuff right. being like, you know, I try not to let this stuff bother yeah, me. Yeah, and it's like right. that. Well, you're giving people permission to, right. to go. Exactly. So and it was just so crazy how every, we got like attacked for saying that. Really? Yeah. No, I have the same opinion. Yeah. I just felt it was weird. You're kind of like the Haley Bieber of Bravo. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Very much like Morgan Stewart to E, like you uh, to Bravo. I would die for Morgan Stewart. Would I just you? like love her persona also on Instagram because I feel like she doesn't care, but she's like effortlessly cool. She doesn't give a fuck. She also stole my baby name, but that's here. Which one? Ro. Mm. Oh, do you have a relationship with Morgan? Do you no, know I've her? Never met her. <laughs> oh, really? I feel like you guys would get along like no, swimmingly. I've never met her. But I just think she's cool. I mean, I think every, I don't know a person out there who doesn't think she's cool. Like Craig interviewed her husband because he had a, I think an album coming out uh -huh. and he, he loved him. What did he interview him for? He interviewed him on Pillows and Beer. For the podcast. Um, I don't think Austin was there. It was just Craig. And he was either going and like doing a concert or like had a song coming out or a song just came out, mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah, no, we, I just met him for the first time because I've been friends with Morgan for a while. And I went to dinner with her when I was in LA and she brought her husband. So I brought Ben and they like love to golf. So if Craig golfs, that's like a really good oh, point of entry. Craig loves golf. So you should like get them to golf together okay. and then be like, maybe Morgan, like we should get lunch. <laughs> 
I feel like I'm a crazy niche fan. <laughs> no, no. I feel like she would love it. I feel like she knows that like people adore her and she like yeah. lives for it. I also think she's so funny. She's hysterical. Like I think her not being on a red carpet for Oscars is like a crime. What is he doing? I know. What are they doing? I don't know how like everyone everywhere managed to fumble the ball with Morgan Stewart. R right. Like they, I don't think E ever really put her where she was like meant to be doing. They really do need to bring back fashion police with her as the Joan. And I feel like yes. she could do that for the next 20, 30 years. I would love it. But I feel like E is so scared to like offend. Say anything. Right. Even though it's like literally dresses. Watching the Oscars was painful. Beyond. Everyone looks beautiful. She looks beautiful for her. What's the story with your outfit? What's the story? Yeah, like tell us the story you're you're telling with the outfit. Yeah, it's just like what? no red carpet coverage has gotten turned. It's so weird. It's not right. But I look forward to seeing Drake Bell on a red carpet coming soon <laughs> because he is not missing. Time one hundred. Our next story have released their influential list, and guess who's number one? Who? What do you guess? I love guessing. Wait, I act. Is it? Um, Oh my God, now I can't think of her name from White Lotus. Yes! She's number one. Jennifer Coolidge. Okay. So she topped the list. She can't get over that she got this like esteemed honor. Mm -hmm. And she was interviewed by Mia Farrow, which seems like so fucking random, yeah. but whatever. Um, she cannot believe that she is having this like moment of resurgence. She spoke to Mia Farrow. She said, so many of the qualities that have made everyone fall, oh no, Mia Farrow said, so many of the qualities that have made everyone fall in love with Jennifer Coolidge are outside of what mainstream is expected. Mm -hmm. Her eccentric mannerisms, hilarious improv, and most of all, her aching vulnerability. She is uncompromisingly, exquisitely herself. It's actually so true. Mm -hmm. And I can't get over like the journey that Jennifer Coolidge has been on. To me, she will always be. Wait, I, I hope we're going to say the same thing. Three, two, one. A Cinderella story. <laughs> no. Oh. Legally Blonde. Also, yeah, you look like the Fourth of July. I actually forgot she was in a Cinderella story. She's the evil stepmom. Yeah, she's amazing in that. She's amazing in that. And there was like an era, I would say early two thousands, where she was really popular, yep. Legally Blonde. Um, of course, Stifler's mom, which yes. I think was her big thing. And then there was like kind of this dead period for her, mm -hmm. where I don't think she ever thought she would come back. And a lot of people don't know this, and I always feel like I want to say it. Her resurgence, and she gives a lot of credit. It has a lot to do with Ariana Grande. Yes, when Ariana Grande was on Jimmy Fallon. Yes. Yep. She was like, I'm obsessed with Jennifer Coolidge. I think they brought Jennifer Coolidge out at one point. She did her Jennifer Coolidge impersonation. Mm -hmm. And Ariana just brought Jennifer Coolidge to this like, young audience who yep. didn't know her. And Jennifer has spoken publicly about how like, so much of what's happening to her right now was kind of like the, the spark was started by Ariana Grande. I love that. I know. How nice of Ariana Grande. I, I wonder if they like are friends now. I have to assume that they are. Yeah. And so this is what she had to say about like her resurgence as a 61 year old it's like I was sleeping beauty where I was locked in this box under the bed or something and now I'm out and it's like well I'm sure glad they let me out of that box because this is way better oh my she's so I'm cute. so happy for her I know is she married I don't know I don't know a lot about her personal life let me look it up I don't even know does she have kids right like I would love to like see paparazzi photos of her out on the town yeah. in LA like out to dinner okay she is I don't believe I feel married. Like she's single. She doesn't have kids and she is single. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I kind I of love that we could get like a I would single era. Yes. I would Maybe. love to know like who, who, who has she's their into. eye. Yeah. What's her type and who has their eye on her? I also love that they chose her because it's kind of not so obvious. These, they chose Michael B. Jordan, Doja Cat, Bob Iger, King of Disney. And I feel like a lot of these are like kind of obvious, but Jennifer mm. Coolidge isn't who you would think like, right. so immediately. Yeah. 
I love her. I love that too. And the other people included on the list are Austin Butler, Zoe Saldana, Angela Bassett, because she did the thing, Aubrey Plaza, Colin Farrell, Drew Barrymore. This is like very kind yeah. of generic. Ali Wong, Salma Hayek, Patrick Mahomes, Lionel Messi, Brittany Griner, Beyonce. They put Brittany Griner here twice. Um, I'm usually uninspired by the time 100 list. Yeah. And I don't see any influencers when it's literally the most influential people I list. I was just going to say, I'm surprised like Alex Earl isn't on there. Oh my God. Yeah. Is, would you say that Alex Earl is the most influential person right now? That her, her or the octopus guy. What are your thoughts on him? I, I love, love him. him. I, I love him. I really do. They did something where the caption was like when the popular girl and the class clown get yep. paired together. And that is their energy. That is their energy. Alex Earl is such an anomaly to me. It's so crazy. It's so fun to watch. I'm looking at this list, by the way, and I do not because see any influencers. Because she's also managed... In all the fame she's just gotten in the past couple of months, managed to give the same content she did from before. See, that's like the toxic cycle of influence. Is like yes. you blow up because you're so relatable. Yeah. And so much about Alex just being a college girl who like wore crop tops and did her makeup, yep. living in a house with six girls and they have tiny bedrooms was so relatable. Yeah. But then your relatability causes you to become rich and famous. And being rich and famous is not relatable. So then people start to hate you. Whenever and I post something that's even a little bit expensive, <laughs> I get nervous. Yeah. But I'm like, but I want to show you what I bought. No, I know. <laughs> and it's like, you're proud. But that cycle, like, it doesn't yes. work. Right. So Alex Earl has actually done an amazing job. I agree. Her content has remained totally the same. Yep. And even now she's on her way to Coachella and the brand Guess flew her private. And she <sighs> gets off this private plane. And there's an element, of course, to flying private that's so unrelatable and unattainable. Yes. But she made this hilarious TikTok from the scene from Hannah Montana when she gets off the private plane. Hello, New York. And then she's actually in Tennessee. So she's actually, I don't even know if she's doing it on purpose, but yeah. she's very smart about like the angle at which she's sharing her life. I feel like she's not even doing it on purpose. Like she's just being her. And I feel like that's what people are loving. I know. It's so fascinating I'm to watch. I'm happy for her. Me too. And I've met her and she's so nice. Oh, good. She's not like a ditch yeah. bitch diva. Like she's so down to earth, so normal. And like almost, I want to say like shy. Because sometimes I don't trust a blonde. So true. <laughs> so sometimes true. you got to be a little weary. Would you ever go blonde? Yes, I would. You would? <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted, okay, in high school, I wanted to be a redhead so bad. Mm. Then like redheads are having a moment. Hannah yeah. just like kind of dyed her hair a little bit red. I have always wanted to be like a bleach, bleach blonde, but I feel like I would ruin my real color and I do like my real color. You would ruin your real color. I also feel like that's so not you. Yeah. I feel like it's so easy to be blonde. I you know wore I mean? a wig for Halloween one year mm -hmm. and I just immediately loved started it. acting different. I was different. I, I was know. like, this is, they're right. They have more fun. Like it's different. They do have more fun. I'll yeah. give them that. Yeah. Alex Earl definitely looks like she's having a blast. Yeah. She has way more fun than I do. Same. <laughs> but I think that's because she's literally 22. 19. Oh yeah. And she's like perfect looking. Yes. And like, no, she's it's just literally perfect looking. It's just not fair. Yeah. I, I can't compare myself like to Alex Earl. I'll get, yeah, no, I feel like a mom I'll when I so compare depressed. myself to her. I'm like, oh, I remember when I went out in college. Back in the day. <laughs> I know. Doesn't it like make you so sad? Yeah. Something about, I think the, I think turning 30 and like approaching 30 for everyone is really difficult, mm -hmm. but being in the digital space where it's like the younger you are, the cooler you are. Yeah. I'm struggling with it so much. Like it's killing me. I had a real hard time turning 30. And all of my friends who had turned 30 were like, you're being so dramatic. Like it's, it's fine. It's the same thing as 29. I did not think it was the same. I still hate it. I do not like being 30. No, I'm, I'm approaching. Like I'm having a tough time. But the one thing my one girlfriend said is 
she had a hard time turning 30, but she said 30 to 33 is the same. So you like have a little reprieve for the next is so old. Like, <laughs> no, 30 is so old. I know. I, I swear to God, I just turned 21. I just yeah. turned 21. How old do you feel if you didn't know you were 29? That's a good question. I feel 25, 26. And yeah. that's because that's how old I was when the pandemic started. Oh, interesting. And I had, I had such good years taken for me. I entered the pandemic at 25. And by the time it was truly over, I was 28. Okay, that's interesting. I would say that I feel 27. You look 27. Thank you. Ugh, I, so talking about age, like I'm, so, I'm tr that's like a trigger for me. Me too. I don't like I'm that. I'm so glad you're on the same page. Because I'm not one of these people It's like, age is just a number. It's not. No, it's not. It's so and not. And don't you feel like Gen Z like, comes way harder at us than we ever came for? Like, No, I think we came for them too. And we now we're getting our comeuppance. I don't know. I feel like Gen Z is like, really mean. The way, they, <laughs> the way Gen Z like, kind of judges, and I don't really like to call myself a millennial. Yeah. Because in a way, now I'm not saying I'm but Gen Z. But you're the very end of millennials. I'm really close to like being a border. Okay. And I'm still not on the border, but I'm just close to the yeah. border. So I don't really like to call myself a millennial. Like, and I don't, I don't identify with millennials at all. I heard someone refer to us as the um, Spice Girl generation. And I will now be going by that. That works for me. Yeah. I love a platform shoe. <laughs> yeah. You see Spice World the moving? A thousand times. Did you have nightmares growing up that you would open the toilet and someone's head would pop out? Yeah, I never understood that part. Like, why were they ever at that house? No, no. What the, was that boot camp? The movie <laughs> made no, no fucking sense. sense. But I will say, I did a... Um, a project in the 10th grade in my physics class about how you had to take a scene from a movie where they do like stunts and like project the velocity based like and see if they if it could actually happen in real life okay so you know the scene where they're driving on their big double-decker bus yes. and the london bridge is opening and they yes. jump over the bridge <laughs> yes. i did in my physics class could that actually velocity yeah. wise based on the mass of what a typical bus weighs. Right. And it obviously could not be done. And I got an A. Wow. So I had never really gotten an A in Thank anything. Thank you, Posh Spice. Thank you. So even <laughs> though the movie made no fucking sense, yeah. it did kind of save me in a way. It also like set the tone of our generation. It definitely did. And there was like iconic Luke's and the inside yep. of the bus. Oh my God, all I wanted was yeah. that bus. <laughs> all I wanted was that bus with like their little bunk beds and like the fire pole. Like I wanted that bus so bad. Yes, I love them. Today's episode is brought to you by Topgolf. Top golf is everything because it's golf, it's not golf, it's top golf. They've got a bunch of stuff that makes them golf. You know, the clubs, the balls, the tees, the turf, the ball picker upper thing. They also have a bunch of stuff that makes it not golf. They've got great music, giant targets in the fairway, huge TVs, handcrafted food, and beverage menu. And when you put all those things under one roof, you got yourself a pretty good time. Consider this your formal invitation to grab the family, a few friends, or some coworkers and come play around. I have been to Top Golf in Nashville, and actually, when we go back to Nashville in a few weeks, we already made a reservation to hit up the Top Golf because we're going to be with all of our husbands and boyfriends. Friends. We thought it'd be a really good place for both the boys and the girls to chill. Even though last time we went, we were on a girls' trip and we were like, should we do Top Golf? And most of us hadn't been there. We had the best time. The food and beverage were so good. We just like ate and drank a ton. But the golf was so fun. We got like really weirdly into it and competitive. That's like kind of on brand for me. That's something I always do. Like I am gonna ruin a good time by being competitive. And of course, Shaggy won because life is unfair. 
So if you don't play golf, it doesn't matter. Everyone can play top, top golf, even if you can't swing a club. The food and beverages are so good. It's the only place, Top Golf, where you can play around and then order around. It's also really comfortable. It's all the fun of outside, but with all the comforts of inside, it's comfortable. It's heated in the winter. The bays are cooled in the summer. Last time we went, it was kind of chilly and it was really warm. And this time we're going, it's going to be hot. And I feel like it's such a good decision to go to Top Golf because the bays are cooled. So you know me, I'm very temperature conscious. Like I can't. I can't do that you know and I really appreciate top golf being temperature conscious too it's golf it's not golf it's top golf download the app book a bay and come play around okay I'm sure you're keeping abreast with Scandaval yes as a Bravo celebrity yourself do you have any like established relationships with any of the major parties in this saga so I texted Ariana oh um I really like Ariana. I'm actually, I talk to her best friend a lot. His name is Logan. He's like randomly sometimes on, on the, the show. show. Yeah. So when it like first happened, I didn't reach out to her because mm-hmm. I was just like, that just seems rude. Overwhelming. So, of course, I texted Logan first. And yeah, I was like, course. what's happening? Tell me everything. And it was just, everyone was just so shocked yeah. and sad. And then I did text her and I was like, they did you a favor. I'm yeah. so sorry. Like, I can't imagine. Um, did she respond? Yeah. Oh, and wow. she was like, thank you so much. That means a lot. Like, it's just shocking. Yeah. And I talked to Sheena a little bit. She was giving me, like, a little gossip just how she, like, lived in Sheena's house. I didn't know that. Who? Raquel. What? Lived in Sheena's house for a little bit. That's crazy. And she was like, she was staying with me, but, like, having this affair with Tom, like, that's just so... I insane I don't know if there will ever be a day where I get over this it's just okay then I did hit a point where I started to feel bad for Raquel because oh. the internet was vicious because it was you know when something happens in Bravo and it's it's Bravo people it's insular yes and sometimes I like if something happens to me or Craig Craig will always be like we this is niche not yeah. everyone knows Bravo like you gotta get out of it you have to have perspective but then this happened and I was like this was on CNN. Global. <laughs> Global Everybody news. Everybody knows about it. A hundred percent. And so I started having like secondhand anxiety for, for Raquel. Her. Yeah. I was like, how are you even, how could you even be on your phone? I actually sent her a DM being like, if you need help, like you need to be okay to ask for it. Like this is not a normal thing people yeah. should go through. No, that's fair. On social media. She didn't respond, but I just felt like this overwhelming feeling of like, what if she scared for her? Like, yeah, I know. You know? The internet, so fast and so furious. Yes. And to be on the receiving end of it, which obviously I don't think anybody's been on the receiving end of what probably oh, Raquel is receiving, no. but I've been on the receiving end of much smaller versions yeah. of it. It's crippling. Yeah. Crippling. Especially if you're a person, and I assume she is because she's a reality star. Like, yeah. you put stock in what other people think about you. Yes. Some people really don't give a shit genuinely yeah I am not that person I am not that person I don't either. think if you go on a reality show you really are that person no I don't know if I've heard people like that exist I haven't met any I don't think that that is a real thing Me I neither. think people can have this like really intense false confidence yep. mine like caps at a certain level no I a hundred percent like when people are like don't look at the comments I'm like how but Physically I, am, how? I have an Instagram. I see them. Like, I Physically how? not see them. So the story that everyone's talking about, you know, Lala was on um, Watch Robins Live. Yes. And she, she's, she's one teasing. of those people that I feel like really doesn't give a shit. No. Actually, I agree. Like, about what people think of but her. But is it false confidence? I don't know. I think she... I've been in rooms with her. I really do feel like she doesn't care. She walks the walk and she talks yeah. the talk. Yeah, I get that vibe too. 
But you never know. I'm like, how do you do that? You really never know someone. <laughs> no, that's true. Well, she's teasing like this big conversation that apparently happens in the finale. She says, you guys are going to die. There's one conversation in the final episode. She's sick. And he said, confirming, yeah, it's really upsetting. And apparently what I've read is that at the end, Ariana is having a conversation with Raquel, just kind of confiding in her that like things with Tom are like not good. And she's like really anxious that he's cheating on her. And Raquel like sits there and pats her back and is like, no, you're fine. That's what I read. Oh I don't know if that's what they're. God. I don't know if that's what they're teasing. Wait, that's crazy. I know. I feel like okay. I've met Raquel. I would say maybe two, three times. Always very lovely. Always very nice. I always chalked it up to like, oh, she's a very LA girly. Mm-hmm. Like she does. Like she's very a little bit air different. Yeah, like she doesn't. Yeah, she's very like flower child. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Like oh my god, hey, hippie. So I actually don't know. If she like gets it Mm -hmm. like I don't know if she like people are like she has to be a sociopath I don't think she's a sociopath I think she doesn't know what's happening I also think she doesn't really know how to pick up on like any sort of social cues or like I don't think she has any sense of like social decorum and like how things work um and I've been around people like that yeah you get mad and then you have to like feel bad because you're like oh you you don't know what's going on you quite literally can't participate in (laughs) this scenario you have no idea what's like at at a top level like what's really going on yeah and I there's a lot of people on reality tv that are like that and honestly I feel like in a way maybe it's not on purpose but it definitely is like a form of protection when you don't really know what the fuck is happening (laughs) that's what I think you can't really ever get hurt like I don't think she's really that hurt by like social media because she doesn't really know she I don't yeah and I I I, I'm sure people around her are instructing her to actually stay off her phone yes even though it's so hard like leave it in the car for the night take a note from from Drake Bell 100% (laughs) so random but this just reminded me what are your thoughts on BravoCon now being in Vegas they just announced that right yes I at first was like oh my god yeah that's a lot but it's probably good because that's like what Vegas does. They do conventions. Yeah. Like they know how to do that for thousands and thousands of people. I felt very claustrophobic having it in New York. Uh, yeah, I think they tapped out in terms of capacity, it yeah. being in New York. Like just even in terms of like hotels and stuff, yeah. I, I don't think it was really feasible to go, go any longer. And that Saturday night of BravoCon is, oh wait, did they say the dates? Oh, I don't know. Okay, maybe don't spoil do it. that then. What is it? I really want to know. My birthday. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> but then people would know the date. No, but I guess like being in, there are worse places to be than Vegas for your birthday. Absolutely. And Craig gets to be there because he's on Bravo. It's actually kind of fun. It's like a work it trip. It will be fun because I also refuse to do anything for my 30th birthday. Oh, right. Because so it was a dark day. anxious. Yeah. So this will be like my 30th. You're 29. Yeah, this is my 29th birthday. Happy 29th birthday, Paige. (laughs) Okay, a little moronic news, but I feel like I need to talk about it, even though I don't believe it. Kylie Jenner's car has been spotted at Timothy Chalamet's house after, like, it was announced on Dumois that they were dating. Yeah. So they're adding rumors about their supposed romance. Her car was in the driveway of his Beverly Hills home. Her black Range Rover pulled up to Timothy's sprawling estate on Thursday afternoon. The internet is going crazy about it. Her car pulled in from the road, drove straight up the winding driveway, basically to his house and now people are going back and like looking at footage they were both at Paris Fashion Week and nobody thought anything of it but they appear to be like smiling at each other I don't know how everyone knows that like this particular Range Rover belongs to Kylie Jenner but this does have Kris Jenner written all over it so she wants us to know like this is happening yes you know there are like friends that you have where you're like I just can't picture you ever having sex yeah Timothy Chalamet or Kylie um them together 
For I, me, it's Timothy Chalamet because he quite literally looks 11. I can't picture him like behind her. Yeah, you know? no. like it really throws me for a loop. Or like, I can't really picture him like taking charge. Yeah, like I can't picture him grabbing her face and making out with her. Yeah, and I can't imagine like Kylie enjoying that. I just don't, I don't see it. Well, Jackie and I talk a lot on the toast about how Kardashians are very much in this flop era. Yep. They're kind of like irrelevant. Um, and I think very slowly they're doing small things to to get back on top. I think part of that was Kylie, uh, Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny, which yep. I think was like a, actually a great, I was really here for. Yeah, I don't know if they're still. And I think this is a, a little bit part of that too, like getting associated with like very well-liked people like mm-hmm. Bad Bunny, like Timothy Chalamet. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. There's something so not believable about this. I think North has like two more years of being a child before Kris Jenner pulls her in for a meeting. Yeah. No, like, I think <laughs> like once her sweet 16 happens, yeah. she's officially on the books. Like yeah. she's on the clock. Like you're Gen Z. You better be reigning Gen Z queen. And you know, they're kind of setting the scene for North on TikTok and Penelope. Yes. Because North and Penelope are similar ages. They're both like yep. young adults. No, not young adults. They're like They're pre-teens. Like nine. They're preteens. <laughs> They're so fucking advanced. They're so mature. Like when Penelope does her skincare routine, it's 45 steps. But have you watched North's with like a saint and um, Chicago? Yes. Like yes. she's so, I wasn't expecting her to be so nice yeah. and like calming mm-hmm. and like she's a sweetie she's so cute she's like okay chicago it's your turn now like yeah, i'm I, like that's so cute i feel like she has like kind of a diva uh what's the word i'm looking for um persona no like people think reputation yeah just because she was like the first for kim yeah she's like i don't know i just i was all kanye yeah right i would just think she's like gonna be a diva like and, she like, shows up in all black to easter i know <laughs> i'm like that's kanye west but when she speaks i'm like oh my god you're not what yeah i thought you would be yeah. you're like a really caring older sister i do feel like kim not that i know her or anything but i do feel like she's a good mom i know me too like, I do get those vibes. I feel, I feel like, like they, it's all she cares about. Yeah, and I feel like Chloe is too. I feel like yeah. Courtney's kind of like, do whatever. Yeah, like, live your There's life. always, like, that one cousin that, like, their mom lets them do whatever they want. Totally. Yeah. That's, like, Mason and Penelope. Did you watch their Hulu wedding special? I didn't. Me neither. I just didn't care. care. But I did think it was really interesting. I want to pull this up. Because everyone was like, oh, the girl who's been complaining for years about filming and, you know, having to put her personal life out there is now... Yeah. doing a spin-off oh. I think people were like and I that was my re- my reaction on the toast I was like this just seems like a little inauthentic I'm also terrified of Alabama Barker oh yeah like if she wanted to punch me in the face I'd say go for it but then <laughs> yesterday Courtney posted to promote the wedding thing and look at her caption it was so long she was kind of explaining herself so she said all the footage oh. used in our documentary till death do us part is our personal footage that we later decided to edit into a perfect little mini film our Vegas wedding was shot on this our Santa Barbara wedding was shot by our friend so when we were asked about filming our wedding in Italy our decision was that we didn't want the show's cameras there and I'm so happy with that decision we had the iconic Ellen Von Unworth in Italy to help us capture moments she's just basically explaining yeah. like, there were no show cameras there it was just standard wedding videographers okay that they then turned into some sort of wedding special okay so she had to explain herself yeah it, they must have I they should have read the room long caption I mean neither I'm not reading that whole thing and I, I didn't just, read the whole thing the first time around either I just I can't if you can't say it in like 400 characters or less then maybe it's not worth saying <laughs> No, literally, it's not worth saying. People that like write, who has the time? <laughs> like, oh my God, this is our like two year anniversary and like all these things. If Craig ever wrote a caption that was more than two sentences about me, I would send a breakup text. Okay, I will say there is only one instance where you can write as long as you want and that's when you're okay. commemorating a death. 
Okay, I agree with because that. Because they're really a person. I'm not, a yeah, person yeah. can only cannot be limited to a caption. Yeah, I'm not that, coming for them. No. So if you died, <laughs> Craig could write however long. For sure. But until then, as long as you're kicking, two sentences or less. But if he also did R.I.P. Dude, I'd be. Fine. That's also me and Jackie are always saying like, social media is like kind of made like commemorating the deaths of people so weird because people yeah. will just be like rip yeah like, like that yeah thanks I, yeah no no that's really beautiful yeah. thank you for taking the time <laughs> you don't even capitalize all the i and the p it's just rip it's no, kind of disgusting it makes me uncomfy i know um okay but the final story is kind of probably like the most moronic thing you've ever heard in your life mm-hmm. another fire festival is happening says con artist and convicted felon billy mcfarland oh my god he's promising that there's gonna be a fire festival too he um tweeted Fire Festival 2 is finally happening. Tell me why you should be invited. Don't As you want him to date Anna Delvey? I mean, it's too obvious. Like, it's too <laughs> perfect. I mean, now that is a reality show I would watch. Yeah, but she can't leave her house, so he's going right, to have to spend a lot of time move in. Yeah. Have you been invited to any of her, like, socialite dinner parties at her house? She's been doing this thing. No. She's been doing, like, underground, like, supper club, where she can't leave her house, so she has people come to her house. And it's, like, you know, in- interesting, influential people in different, in the arts, in sports, or whatever. If you got in, have you been invited? Mm. If you got invited, would you go? A hundred percent. You would. Yeah, and I believe you can't film, but, like, I will be wearing spyware all over my outfit. <laughs> See, I don't know. I can't even go to like influencer events unless I know at least two Three people, people going. Yeah, totally. So like, I don't think I could go to that by myself. But it's a once in a lifetime chance. Like it's yeah. something you would tell your grandchildren about. You'd have to go. I mean, her Vogue photo shoot on her roof was iconic. Yeah. I was surprised they let her go to the roof. I thought you couldn't really <laughs> leave like the perimeter of your building yeah. apartment. I'm just very fascinated by her. Yeah. Did you watch Inventing Anna? Yeah, of course. Oh, the reason I brought up this fire Festival thing is because, like, as an influencer, mm-hmm. it's very possible that, like, the first go-around, you could have been asked and paid yep. to have promoted it. Yes. First of all, that was before you were on Bravo, right? I can't remember. Uh, how long ago was it? 2000. It was a while ago. I want to say sure. it was before. It was the, or I'd like done my first summer. Yeah. Like I had been, like I wasn't getting invited anywhere. Well, I had been influencing at the time and I was like, now I look back and I'm like, thank God. Like I, if somebody would have offered to pay me, I would have been like, yeah, sure. Promote a music festival. Like I had a group of friends who legitimately bought tickets and were (gasps) going. Really? And we're stuck in the Bahamas. No. Yeah. And we're trying to get like private planes. Like they, were they a part of like the class action lawsuit? I don't think they like did anything. I know someone, actually it's like someone Ben knows who was a part of the class. He was like one of like the actual like victims and he was a part of the class action and he does not talk about it. I think he got a shit ton of money. He he doesn't talk about it, but it's it's because it's private. Wow. I know. Where's Ja Rule? What's he think? The thing is about Ja Rule, in his words, he was hoodwinked and bamboozled. <laughs> and we've all been there. Yeah, no, we really have. No, and like for me, especially with some things like work-wise, I'm just like, yeah, I don't read it. I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so I could totally, like, I could understand Ja Rule's position. I really yeah, can. Yeah, I can too. I cannot understand Billy McFarlane's position. I can't believe there's anyone that's like teaming up with him to do it again. To me, like, and this is how the world is so small. One of my favorite things is like Mike, the situation was actually in prison with Billy McFarland. He met him like, that's just why being a fan of pop culture is so incredible. You I know? love that. I know nobody gives Jersey shore the credit they deserve for actually, being on television for almost 20 years. The toast does do the, Oh, I'm thank obsessed. you for doing the Lord's work. I rewatch a show every couple of years. It's the best show ever. Like those early seasons are, yes. I'm sorry, no reality show can compare. I was a senior in high school when it first came out and it, shaped 
everything about my college years. Yep. It was like, my whole personality. It was my entire... We had a famous people party in uh-huh. my senior year in high school. And I went as Snooky, and I made my boyfriend go as Mike the Situation. It was the best night of my life. I still think about it. So similarly, I mean, I went to a Jewish day school and it mm-hmm. came out when I was in the 10th grade. So for Purim, I dressed up as Snooky. Yep. And I also ran for student government. I did lose, but my campaign was GTL, gym, <laughs> Torah, and learning. And oh, I made posters God. with um, my face like cropped into Snooky's. Yep. I was obsessed. That's, that's amazing. I've... I've always loved her. Like, she is the show for me. She is, she will go down in history as one of the most legendary reality stars. And no one gives her credit that she's still married to Gianni. And they all doubted. Doubters, none. They're like, you're being crazy, whatever. You messed up, he broke up with you. And then them getting married. I just, I love it. I mean, that Florence season when he was so fucking toxic and she was just running home from the club every night to get on that duck phone. Like, remember when Mike banged his head into the wall? I mean, the concrete wall. Like, these people were not fucking normal. And they're still on TV. I know they have the reunion show. I don't watch it, but people like it. I haven't watched it since they left the shore. No, but did you ever watch um, Snooki and Wow's spinoff? Yes. Where they lived in that firehouse? (laughs) Oh my God, that was just a core memory for me. It got renewed. It's coming back. And they're moving in together? I don't think they're going to be moving in together, but they got their own spinoff again. Okay, I think they should have one. That was the... And they were pregnant. She was... One of them was pregnant when they were living in the firehouse. Yes. Yes. And they went to some restaurant where the people would scare you. (laughs) And that's like all I remember from one of the episodes. And it was just like this random firehouse in New Jersey. I feel connected to them Mm -hmm. because I feel like they met on the show and became really good friends. And that's how I feel with Hannah. Yeah. Like... Something you're doing this very weird thing that no one can really relate to. Like you're my lifeline, mm-hmm. and then there's no like breaking that bond. Who is the Snooky and who is the JWoww between you and Hannah? I think I would say that I'm probably the JWoww and she's the Snooky. I would agree. Yeah, because I can get more mad than Hannah. Mm-hmm. Like will. JWoww's fucking scary. Like I will, I would J-Wow never cross her. Is from where I'm from. <gasps> She's from Albany. She's from um, like a town over, I think, and she went to a high school called Columbia High School. Oh my god, yeah. that's iconic. And I was like, oh, icons only coming from Albany. <laughs> <laughs> Who's like a famous alumni from your high school? Um, Besides you, no one from my high school, but Jimmy Fallon went to my college, which was in Albany. Where'd you go to college? It was called the College of Saint Rose. Yeah, if I. I went to NYU and like every famous person went yeah. to NYU so like doesn't count. But Natasha Leone did go to my high school. Who is that? <laughs> She's obviously not really famous. <laughs> um, did you ever watch Orange is the New Black? Yes. The blonde girl oh, okay. with the crazy hair. Yes. And um, Man Repeller. I don't see her as a Natasha. I know. I don't see her as a Jew. Yeah. I, I, I went to a Jewish school. I didn't know that she was Jewish. Yeah. And Man Repeller. Okay. She went to my high school yes. as well. She's kind of like, and a few like people who now like, I don't know, like work in politics. I, I, I troll the like famous alumni portion of my school's Wikipedia page. Yeah, Nobody has added me and it's devastating. <laughs> oh my God. I, I just went and had to talk at my college. <gasps> That's so exciting. It was so exciting, but I was so nervous because I was like, this is like a very professional setting. Did you speak to a class? Um, they set up like a little stage and like class, like classes would come and people, like random people would come and I was so nervous. Just like my time in college and like how I went from like that to being on reality TV, Mm -hmm. which I like, I lied a lot Was it a moderated? It's so important to constantly be lying. (laughs) It is. 
Was it a moderated conversation? Yes, there was a professor like asking me questions. And he had to listen to Giggly Squad episodes. Oh, that's horrifying. And this is like a, I mean, this man was like in his 50s. Yeah. He was like a true. Not your target demo. Yeah, not my target demo. And he was like, I am a giggler. Thank you. And <gasps> I was like, I love you. Deceased. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, Paggy, yes. <laughs> it's been absolutely delightful having you Thank here. Thank you for having me. This Thank is so fun. Thank you for breaking down the, sh- the stories with passion and vigor. Yeah. And it's just, it's exciting to talk to somebody who is as excited about like nothing as I am, you know? <laughs> and the bad. So where can everyone follow you? They want to keep up. Um, page underscore DeSorbo is my Instagram. Does and somebody own Page my- DeSorbo without the underscore? I don't know. I But I liked having the space. Oh, okay. So that was a personal choice. Same as my Instagram, or same as my TikTok, and then Giggly Squad is every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. And the clips are killing it. I'm cackling at the clips. Thanks. Well, we were watching your clip, your guys' clips, and we were like, they're so good. Like, we need to be more clips professional. Clips are everything. Clips are everything. Yeah. I love clips. I'll clip some stuff. Maybe I'll clip this. <laughs> Who clip knows? this. So meta. Yeah. That's our show, you guys. Thank you for a great week of friends and family. We're back with Jackson Claude next week. So have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening to the Chelsea Millennial Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, Castbox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find out the Chelsea Five Star Review about a beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Stay safe, and we'll see you on Monday. Bye. Have you ever done an auction? Five hundred. <laughs> no, I haven't, you but I really could. should. I know. No, you really could. That could be your talent.